0: Welcome to Nana Tings. Hey, on this episode of Nana Tings, we have Tings Tea Time where I talk about a few topics in one episode. I'm not going to even get into it. Let's just roll the tape. <laughs> so grab your champagne, grab your blunt, grab whatever the fuck you want, and enjoy the ride. Let's get into this first topic, empaths versus dark empath. So I made a podcast already about empathy and what being an empath is. I'm not really going to go too much into that. I'll give a quick scientific lecture. <laughs> Actually, psychological, psychology 101 lecture. An empath is actually scientifically proven to have double neurotransmitters in the body where we receive energies and emotions of other people, right? So now you have empathy versus sympathy, and sympathy is feeling for someone in their situation but not fully taking on their pain, right? Empathy is going that step forward and putting yourself in, them, in their shoes, which sometimes can lead into actually crying for someone or being happy for someone or being sad for someone, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera now as an empath that does not mean you have to be 100 percent empathetic 24 7. an empath means i could be at a retail store let's say and someone is checking out five uh, five people i hide, and right away they break down crying or they're fighting with someone that energy they're radiating will hit me with my double neurons and i will feel some kind of overstimulation now usually empaths have other mental health disorders whether it's an anxiety disorder for me for example i do have generalized anxiety disorder and when i get stimulated from other things or situations with people i automatically shut down and don't know how to react because i'm triggered now not only mental health wise but also physical wise and anyways we try to be good people and i don't want to keep like trying to break down what an empath is because i know they're not that they're getting a bad rep but it's going around on twitter and things that like oh everyone's using their excuses You know an empath for being a shitty person but no this is where i hear i am here to say that there is a difference between an empath and a dark empath now dark empath is a kind of new it's a new topic a new conversation that's happening in the psychology world and it's a new term and pretty much a dark empath is someone that has empathy traits right they can play this sensitive card it's sort of someone that does come off very hypersensitive but they will use it to their advantage so they are ones that if you do have a constructive conversation with and you're letting someone know like hey this behavior affected me this way right they're ones to right away reverse it and be like well it sounds like you're projecting your opinion on me things like that right like that little kind of like stab in the stomach kind of commentary and I dealt with a few in my, in my life already, actually. Now, now that I've opened this portal of empathy, I've been dealing with a lot of people that are very, they'll use wherever they can to get their way, right? I had a situation one time where I was having this conversation with this person and they couldn't take any feedback. They made a really bad joke, right? And it was a joke about like, it was sort of like, it came off like they were character assassinating. And I told the person, because it was my friend that they made the joke about, and I was like, hey, like, you don't know this person. And that joke was sort of insensitive. And, you know, my friend, my, my friend like, had what the joke was about is very sensitive, and they got really quiet, and it was just, it was a rude comment, right? So instead of admitting that that was a rude comment, or at least, you know, like, a true empath would, taking both sides, or seeing both sides, like, if they came off strong and apologizing and moving on, right away they were like, well... It's not my fault how you take it. The thing is, listen, that can be a correct statement if I'm wearing a crop top and someone's homophobic. If you feel hate towards my community, go fuck yourself. I'm unapologetically queer, right? But if you're making derogatory comments or low-blowing people on purpose just to make them feel like shit when they're doing nothing wrong, and then someone calls you out on it, you don't say that it's their fault for taking it wrong. Sorry, no. (laughs) So... Let's try to clear that difference. I'm tired of these fucking highly sensitive people that are bad people like it's fine to be highly sensitive I'm highly sensitive, but don't use it to sort of like run around and be a dick and then You know project it back being like well You don't understand where I'm coming from or da that da, da. like you no, know, you could have a conversation as an adult and I get both sides now Let me take a sip of my espresso because during teens tea time, you know I get a topic and topic and you get heated. So give me a sec Mmm Now, I'm going to bring up the situation once and once only and no more. There was this person, so everyone that knows me knows that I throw events, and I had a really successful uh, event with my friend Richard, aka Rocket Cowboy, on Pride. Well, it was for June 24th kickoff of Pride weekend, and it was an amazing event. We're going to do a podcast about DJing and being partners, but we'll get into that later. And this person messaged me. I haven't seen them in years, right? And right away, so before Cuomo lifted the restrictions, there, you had to have proof of vaccination, right? Now, I'm not the governor. Now, I'm not the venue owner. I am a curator and host that makes safe spaces for queer people to enjoy themselves. I don't make any rules. So <laughs> my flyer said, proof of vaccination per what the law is saying or whatever. So this person right away DMs me and is like, oh, I can't believe that you support uh, vaccines going to everyone's body, that you're pushing an agenda and goes in on me in a paragraph, right? So I, I messaged back and I was like, hey, like I don't make the rules and I am pro your choice, right? Like, you know, I mind my own business, I stay in my lane, but like, better like if you wanna get a vaccine or not, cool. And if you don't, then you're gonna have to get a negative test to enjoy it. And I'm not forcing you to get a vaccine, like in the thing it says, you know, you can prove a negative test, provide a negative test. So right away, I, I messaged her that very, you know, polite, articulating everything I wanted. Um, and you know, saying the message clear, and, but I I let her know, I was like, hey, I haven't talked to you in three years, and you just came in hot. Right away, I get a message back being like, oh, you're projecting that, it seems like that's just a projection of your own thing, because I'm not coming in hot, and I was like, hey, I think you're using the wrong word, it's my perception, because the way you worded it, you just put words in my mouth. Your statement literally said, I am pro vaccine and against anyone not getting it. A. B, you, the way you worded it was literally saying, I made that rule. There was not, you, you could reword it, right? You could have said, hey, was this your decision or not, right? You don't come in hot right away being like, I can't believe you support this. You're already assuming that I'm one on one side of argument of science, right? So perception versus, you know, projection. So that's another really thing about dark empaths. They're, they're really quick to learn these new hot words on the market, right? And they're so quick to be like, okay, I know what projecting is now, and I'm going to say it to everyone, like, shut the fuck up. Uh, sorry, I'm not trying to be a bitch about it, but like I'm really just tired of everyone just not owning up of their own crap and moving on from it and growing, right? So then, whatever, I dropped it and then they start ta- talking about anti-vax and science and the government controlling us and that you can manifest in law of attraction pretty much all these hot words right now that are going on in the astronomy community and spiritual community and it w- was pretty much saying that like if I didn't want to get covid I could just like meditate on it and manifest that I'm not going to get covid and I'm over here like bitch I manifest good health all the time and I still got COVID last year, it just happens. Like I have four autoimmune diseases, I'm going to get COVID, right? And they, right away, they were saying I live in fear. So now I'm, this conversation went from me just putting up the pride flyer to you saying that I'm, I'm pro and already assuming that I'm making laws, to me telling you I'm not but now you're telling me I'm projecting, to me <laughs> telling you no, it's a perception, to then you tell me that I'm not going to get COVID and I live in fear. Yet again, who's the projector now? Right? For anyone listening, I'm pretty sure y'all can see that where this is going. Right? Um, At one point, I just I I told them I was like, I just I don't. I was like, at this this conversation now is becoming like a psychological dissecting conversation. I don't want to do this anymore. Then I got a paragraph being like, you should know the kind of person I am. I'm sweet. I mean, no bad intentions, mind you. I haven't talked to them in years—probably two, three years. Uh, And haven't seen them physically in three or four years. Then they go, they continue in the paragraph, Not only about me not knowing their tone. That if I didn't, if I wasn't in the mood to talk to them, why would I respond? And next time I should wait to respond. And I'm like, now this person is telling me when the fuck I could text them or not? (laughs) Excuse me? You were in my DMs first, right? And... To be honest, anyone that knows me, I'm an extrovert, introvert. 90% of the time, I don't want to talk to anyone. So I'm polite, and I try to see both sides. And like I, you know, as a PR person and, and an actor and a writer, I need to socialize the network. It's part of my career. So I'm always on my phone and messaging. But I'm allowed to say that if a conversation is becoming you dissecting me as a human, I don't want to be a part of it. So, pretty much, this example just shows you what a dark empath is. It is someone that can learn a hot word, um, or it's someone that can't own up to their own shit but is too hypersensitive and will pussyfoot about it and step around about it, you know? Uh, while we're on this hot topic, I'm going to switch right into uh, character assassination. One thing that I need people to stop doing, especially in the gay community, which I saw a lot of pride, is that, during pride, is that. People, instead of talking about their actions that hurt you, they talk about your characteristic traits that have nothing to do with the actions. So for example, if you relate to a party, you're allowed to tell that person like, hey, your lateness pushed us back an hour. I was a little upset, but we're fine. Let's move on. Right? But then for you to talk to someone else saying this person doesn't care, this person is a bitch, that you are assassinating that character. How about if that person was stuck on a subway? How about if something happened to their family? Right? Exactly. So... I had an experience with a close friend. I mean, they their reputation, and they're known for gossiping and talking shit, and I should have saw, seen this coming, right? But I think the thing that we do is we romanticize a lot of relationships, whether they're friendships, family, or uh, intimate relationships, right? And I definitely let this person slide a few times where they're complaining, and I heard that they were character assassinating me with false information. So I confronted them last weekend, and, they admitted to it actually, like making up rumors and lies and said that they would stop. So I was like, okay, maybe they're going through their own like mental health issues. So maybe they're realizing that they are creating these like weird problems to deal with their stuff or their anxiety, whatever, we moved on. We go to a pregame and I leave for a quick second and they like get white clothes or whatever. And I, they, my friends come back and right away starts character assassinating me again, talking total lies about who I am as a human, as a friend. And the thing is like, boo, if you just admitted that you fucked up and apologize and now you're doing the same action, that's not cute. And it, 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 like I said, if I, it, when I, when I first confronted them, there was no examples. There was no, you did this or this happened. It was false stories with attack on my characteristic traits. So this just shows you like character assassination has got to go boo, boo. Like, unless you're actually a shitty person, there has to be shitty things that you do, right? Or shitty things that you say, like, Talk about the action first and then go into why you don't want to vibe with that energy. And now you look like Boo Boo the Fool, as my brother would say, (laughs) because now I don't want to talk to you as a friend and you lost a lot of the friend group because then you know how the truth comes out when like one thing happens, right? After that moment happened, all of this like information revealed itself about things that they were saying, things that they were doing. So... You know, it's just, karma's a bitch and shame on you, right? It's like, you you, you want to character, character assassinate me with no proof, no examples, nada. I'm not even character assassinating you, are talking about your actions, but then all your, act- all your negative actions just showed up one day and just showed that you are actually a shitty person, right? But I do wish the best for them. This is not a clip of an episode to talk bad about these dark am halves, but it is an episode to call them out on their shit i'm not gonna lie like i've dealt with a lot of this lately and recently and it's one of those things where i think people take my niceness for granted where they think they want to throw it around and be like oh antony's gonna get over it it's fine he'll invite me to the next event or he'll do this like nah nah we don't mm, none in 2021 baby but i do hope like i said there's there's so much help out there i'm here to even talk like I get mental health is definitely a problem. I, you know, I'm a mental health advocate. I go through my own shit. But please don't make up false stories and character assassinate people that, especially people that don't deserve it. And, you know, people are so quick to throw jabs and say you're projecting, but like maybe look in the mirror and see what you're actually projecting, you know? Also, don't assume, like, assuming that someone's like already doing something, like ask a question and then see what happens, right? But yeah, more to come. And going back into, like, character assassination and how people just really show their, like, you know, their, their cards sometimes and and how they could project their own shit on you, I just want to say it is fine, especially in my community, it is totally fine to take those moments and desocialize it. it is so needed as a human, no matter where your sexuality is or whatever, like, as a human in general, let's just talk about, like, we are social creatures, right? especially extroverted humans but you know like uh, i don't think it's normal if you're living your life uh to please people every day right like like i feel like as a human like we need to recharge ourselves right whether it's at least eight hours of sleep or binging netflix on one day because you're hungover and tired um i just want to say I, I think in my community in the lgbtq plus community there's a lot of pressure especially you know pride just ended Where we see that FOMO, and I talk about this on other podcast episodes, we see that FOMO happening, or 4th of July, everyone's in Fire Island, or P-Town, or Mexico, or traveling, and it's one of those things that subconsciously you could start, you know, start judging yourself that maybe you're not a fun gay, or start pressuring yourself, or all these parties in New York City for pride, and I just want to say that it is okay to... Take a day off. It's okay to not go to fucking five events in a row. It is okay to sleep. It's okay to cuddle if you have a partner and say, and, and you know what? Pride pride is about celebrating you. It's about celebrating our fucking us being who we are and our fight with still civil rights and our movement, you know, that was started back then. And I think that gets lost in the sauce of like all this commercialization of us and you know on instagram and things that we're seeing with people partying and shit and i'm i'm over here like i'm learning you know i'm gonna have a, a bigger episode about anxiety triggers i'm reading this really cool book right now i'm not gonna get into it yet but uh, i really want to like you know share the information but with that being said i've learned that like even over socializing could be a trigger for my anxiety and it's one of those things where it's like it's okay to just do you. And also, like, you know, I mentioned this in, in another segment that the thing about like coming off as a bitch, it is fine to not go out or socialize if it means you are gonna be tired or miserable the next day. Alright, we'll be back with more tings after this quickie of a breaky. Don't forget to check out my new book, Antonio's Return, available now on Amazon and at Barnes and Noble. It is an amazing book that talks about my journey of approaching 30 and it has a lot of astronomical uh, themes involved and I would really love if you all could check it out. It, It means so much to me. Alright, let's get into some more tings while we're here, yo. I love when I do this part. Well, the, the tings, ting time episodes, I get to like break down some shit. Uh, first and foremost, I don't want to sound like a bitch when I say this, but at the same time, I'm learning with, with my therapist that it's alright to not want to do something and it's alright to say that you don't want to do it. It's not bitchery, it is more so like you're fucking protecting your own energy, right? So. For me, it's like, I just want to say this clear, I'm going to say very honest, and this goes to some of my friends, TBH, and I'm, I'm a very blunt human, and my friends know if I have a problem, I will say it, uh, and it's right here. I don't care for your opinions if I'm not asking for opinions or feedback. Now, it's not like I'm anti-feedback or, or opinions, like as an artist, I collab with a lot of people, like for my book alone, right, I had editors. I had people designing the the front of my book, the back of my book. So, of course, I'm asking for their feedback. I want to collaborate, right? Or my podcast. I want feedback with guests, and I want, I want all this other stuff. You know, I, I love learning from other humans. But if I'm just sitting one day, and someone plays something, and I get, like, a message, it could be positive or negative, and it's, like, a whole paragraph or something, I'm over here, like... I, I, like constructive criticism, unless I'm not like, if I'm not asking for it, like, why why are you bothering? It's like what Rihanna tweeted that that one time, right? She was like, uh, "All these critics are no credentials." It is absolutely that. Now it's one thing if someone took a positive message, which obviously I've talked about on my podcast several times. Like I've helped a lot of people already with my poetry. I love that. I love positive, inspiring messaging. But if someone sends you a paragraph out of nowhere, especially when you're doing off as an artist, I'm working twenty four seven, right? Maybe it's a Sunday and I'm on the beach and you're getting a message like, well, I'm getting a message saying, hey, like, this was this, this was good, but da-da-da-da-da. i am over here like, what the, f-? like, what? Are you paying my bills? Like, are, are you my artistic director? You know, are you the producer of my show? Like, unless I have a contract with you where, you know, constructive criticism is a part of the deal and I, I need your, you know, your collabor- your your collaboration kind of, you know, skills. I don't want to hear it. I've had people in the past like, I sent them podcasts and stuff Where they actually inspired me to do an episode Like a really positive episode And I got nothing but negative feedback about it And it wasn't even about the episode They didn't even fully listen to it It was just right away Like six things And it's because they were in a bad mood You know And I'm over here like Babe Come on Like you're in a bad mood You're listen to my podcast You listen to like the first five sounds Five seconds of it And right away you want to go off Get the fuck out of here, I'm sorry. Um, lately, I've been noticing in my podcast, I've been more fired up and very opinionated. I think I'm tapping more into my unapologetic self. And I'm still, I still try to remain to who I am, right? A good human, very respective to people, you know, very open-minded, loving. But I don't let shit slide either. So that's that. So I am going to do a podcast episode on homophobia and 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 the comments I've received in my life and things like that but I'm gonna get a few guests on it that'll probably come out in a week or two or maybe three weeks cuz you know I need to you know interview my guests edit all this good shit but I just want to say that I've personally have come into my own lately and I, I think it's so funny that people get so threatened when there's just slayage happening you know I'm not going to compare my my struggles with anyone what you know anyone else, but I look up to Sasha Banks a lot because she is a definition for me of Black Girl Magic. She is one of the four horsewomen in WWE. She's uh, a big wrestler and she didn't always had the best push as the other girls. And and she she took some time off uh, two WrestleManias ago, about six months off, and she really just like re found herself. And she's just this badass woman and. She inspires me so much because when I just look at her, she is a star. She just won an ESPY. Um, she's up for, well, should be nominated for a Emmy. She's in The Mandalorian. She is a nine-time champion. She headlined, first time ever, two African-American women headlining Wrestlemania for a title. She is unapologetic and she has manifested everything she has in her life. And it inspires me so much. It's so funny when she gets hate on Twitter or people don't like her, whether it's because of her skin color or they think she's overhyped. It's so funny that people are so threatened by her fucking beauty and her slayage. And point blank period where you are a black woman, uh, you are transitioning or you are gay or whatever it is, when someone feels threatened by your beauty and your slayage, you really just have to look at them and you have to say, like, what? What are your insecurities that you're so fucking miserable that you have to project that anger when you see someone that is not you slaying? And that's it. Let's talk about new connections with people and that kind of high of liking someone again. uh So I'm a hopeless romantic. again. anyone that has read my poetry knows, Romance in a Modern World is pretty much my own fairy tale fantasy land that I've made about always like. L- living in like a life of love right and sometimes honestly it's better to live in my fantasy, fantasy land and then reality and not in like a depressive way saying this but more like i have fun in my own world i don't know i really want to like create an album about my own like fantasy land i sort of i love what like dojo cat is doing with like planet her and like sort of creating this like realm you know or like lady gaga with chromatica i think it's honestly super dope or like do a Libra feature nostalgia and, like, riding around the planets and having this, like, very futuristic but, like, 70s vibe to it at the same time. Um, but, yeah, so, I don't know, there's just, there's that feeling, right, where you meet different people and then you sort of have to, like, sort out what characteristic traits you like about them and if you vibe, and then obviously there's sensuality and sexuality included in it, like, going home and cuddling and all these things and tings. I've had some moments where, especially in Far Island, I always find, like, someone, I guess, like, a Far Island boyfriend for the weekend or some kind of, like, love, and I met some cool people where, like, the vibes are just right. Like, we, like, we flowed on a non-like, um, there was no expectations, and it was really just, like, vibey and, like, watching stars and getting to know each other and, like, bumping into each other at pool parties and all these, like, really cute romantic moments, and I've, I've been on some dates with some, and I don't know, I... I just want to do a quick segment in this episode about that good feeling of good connections. I think it's honestly very, very... it's good for mental health. I, I think it's good to sometimes. I know I know people are vulnerable and are scared of falling in love and or or falling in lust or even like, right? Cuz falling in like could be scary because it's I think it's the first part of falling in love, right? Like you meet someone first based on physical attraction or based on a moment or like say Far Island, like maybe there's a a one off or, you know, you're bumping into someone, you're vibing and yeah, I, I just think it's really cool. And I, for me, I thrive in that moment because it sort of reminds me that I am a sensitive human. I don't have to have this hard shell on 24-7, you know? I don't need to always, like, go off or be this, like, bad bitch. Like, it's it's okay to, like, like someone and be, like, romantically inspired and just really, I don't know, really get to know someone. And I think it's cool to make good connections. And, and I think we're humans with, that are are supposed to have uh, multiple soulmates. So I, I think good connections happen many times, right? Especially when you're single. I think you should go out there and date and 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 meet people and thrive and and just I don't know, feel your oats and feel your feels and and love it up. I just want to say thank you. <laughs> you like a little I no I <laughs> I just want to say thank you so much to everyone that has followed me on Instagram, Twitter, listen to my podcast on Facebook, has purchased my books. Y'all are part of my brand, House of Antonio. I love it. And just thanks for listening to me fucking vent. I'm a very emotional human, so podcasting is definitely a way I get to vent and also just share the stage with some other people. So let's keep this shit going. Thank you so much. Talk to you later on Nana Ting's.